0: Hello, my name is Matt Connor.
1: And I am Jay Kirkpatrick.
0: And you're listening to Reflecting on the Resistance or
1: Reflections.
0: Reflections by the Resistance.
1: Reflections, yes. I don't we haven't really figured out a name yet. It's Today I Learned was the last one. Yeah. Talk back was another one. A new one. episode. I feel like Reflections might be a little bit like I well, feel like that's like smooth jazz, like take five or it's like Walden. Walden. Uh, I Either do. way, yeah. you're
0: listening to two guys <laughs> reflecting on this week's episode, which we were fortunate enough to feature Hollywood film composer Theodore Shapiro, uh, the man behind the music for over 70 films from Will Ferrell in Old School to Leo DiCaprio in Wolf of Wall Street. But of course, before we begin...
1: Uh I Yeah, can I do this? So Matt lets me pick the music and I think yeah. reflections. I think I picked some music that's very fitting
0: All right, for whatever,
1: our reflection session here. So intro music. I have a little jingle folder that I get to choose whatever I want for this episode. Let's Matt do it. can't actually uh veto any of this. He has no veto powers. So here we go. Reflections with Matt and Jay.
0: I'm wearing a sequined dress (laughs) and I'm laying on top of a piano while recording right now. So,
1: yes, and I'm longingly playing the piano. All right, that's looking at Matt.
0: We've carried that analogy way too far. (laughs) So, uh, on on this episode uh, of this week, um, our interview with Theodore uh, was really kind of a jump into the deep end in a lot of ways that was also like pretty surprising. Like, like, I think he surprised himself a few times saying, am I allowed to say this? Is it cool that I'm talking about that? It's kind of nervous for him, actually.
1: It was real. I was kind of nervous that he was saying it knowing the industry. I was a little bit, it's like, who's going to hear this?
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, but I appreciated his candor because he's talking so openly, Um, you know, about the fact that he's not satisfied where he's at. So he's like. He's making music for hit films. He's making a living, scoring movies that are in every theater across the country. And he has a catalog that very, very few musicians can, like if you want to get into that world, Theodore is like so far into that world that a person would want to get
1: into. People are listening to his stuff to try to figure out how to do it. you know he, yeah, like a, yeah
0: yeah, his name's attached. and uh, and yet yeah, he's still not satisfied. And I think, you know, for me, when I think about the resistance, we often think about resistance on the front end of things. So we want our name attached. And if only I could get my name attached. If only I could, if I could ever crest the first hill, I will be okay. If only I could run for the first time, I'll keep running forever. If if, if I could do my first day at the gym, I'll always be at the gym. If I could just ask her out, we'll be together forever. There's that sense in which like, if I could just, do the beginning part then everything else will take care of itself and Theodore is so far down the race he's already ran like everything that you think he would and he's still going I'm hungry for more I like it like I'm never settled yeah
1: yeah I mean and I think about Theodore and even that music composition kind of uh, world, You know, there's those few names that come to mind. Well, one that comes to mind right away is Hans Zimmer. You know, you got these guys who are at the top and everybody knows who they are and T-Bone Burnett and all these guys who score in their own way, um, movies and television. And, you know, I think that in a sense, there is one of those. One of that thing inside of Shapiro, uh, from what it sounded like of, you know, those guys get to do pretty much whatever they want, you know, and that's that's the thing, you know, because in, in essence, um, the guys who get to do what they want typically are doing the best work because they're putting their whole heart, soul. There's something that comes alive. That and, you know, with all due respect to to Theodore, like there's, he does a great job at all that he's done. I mean, I've seen so many of his movies. We were just talking about Tropic Thunder and all these. They're like they're hilarious, and the music is is part of it. And um, but there is something about you know he puts his whole self into it. But I think with Hans and these guys, there's something unlocked when they believe fully in the thing they're doing. And you know, and you heard that tension with Theodore of loving where he's at, appreciating where he's at, and. Yet there's still something. There's this other place, and I think he realizes, like a lot of us, that when we're in a thing we can do well, it doesn't mean it's unlocking this piece that we that comes alive. That was we were kind of born to to switch that to flip that switch on. You know, it's not happening. And and it, it was kind of scary to listen to him, too. I know we were talked about, um, you know, him saying this. It's a sensitive thing in Hollywood. Like, Hollywood's pretty sensitive. And so he's, you know, he walks a fine line between, very, between being very appreciative. And then also, you know, the things he communicated, you know, I was watching um, some baseball, uh, the unspoken rules of baseball, you know, flipping your bat and, you know, all these things that if you do them, you know, there's a very good chance you're going to get beamed in the head. The next time you're up or your pitcher is going to get, you know, beaned when he's up. And so, you know, Theodore and and some of these things, I was kind of nervous for him because communicating these things, you know, he was saying, you know, you got to keep positivity. You got to stay positive. And it's like, and if you're not. I mean, uh, you know, I'm thinking, is he going to get beaned in the head? <laughs> Metform, some, sort of, some sort of boomerang yeah, effect. Yeah, it I mean. was, it was, yeah. I was nervous listening to him. I was kind of like, this is beautiful. And yeah. this is scared. I'm scared. Like, I'm not scared, terrified, like, you know, child's play scared, but like, I'm kind of nervous for him. <laughs> like, man, who's going to hear this? Maybe, what is this? What is this? Is there, would there be fallback for it? I know he was kind of sharing honestly and, and felt also that like, in saying it, I know he had to think. He had to be thinking, who's listening? Who's going to hear this? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: You know, the the, the thing for me is, um, you know, he's he's discontent as a very very successful person, and in a way, you could look at that and go, oh gosh, come on! Like it would be easy to almost not feel sorry for Theodore, and I don't mean that like like in a in a in a in a negative way toward him. I just mean like, it's like feeling bad for a rich person because they have a big bill come their yeah. way or something. It's like, Oh, okay. Oh, sorry. You're so <laughs> successful. And you're so un, oh, man. un like discontent. Yeah. But the reality is if you put yourself in his shoes, put yourself in a place of high achievement yet discontent, you realize that there's also like, it's not just a shadow side to be put away that there's actually something positive about his discontent that has produced a work ethic and an ability to climb to the level that he has. So Theodore is, I'm assuming Theodore is so excellent at his craft because he's been discontent. And so there's that part of me that wants to say, like, it's easy for me just to like, oh, I, I should, I should just be filled with gratitude. and, And every day I, 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 I read my Brene Brown book and it told me that I need to, you know, always be, um, always be thankful. I say my ABTs every morning, always be
1: thankful. I don't know what uh, always be.
0: thankful. Yeah. You know, I mean like, like that kind of sort of maxim. let me hang doilies around my house with all these inspirational sayings and whatever. But the reality is maybe I should get up in the morning and allow the discontent that's there to fester long enough that it drives me to where I'm not, currently at yeah you do and the balancing act there is like it often festers to the point where
1: yeah yeah where you're miserable yeah yeah
0: and where you lose sight of your family and your friends and your health and the the things that we should be grateful for but uh but yeah i think to me theodore is a lesson in letting that discontent drive and hopefully finding a healthy medium there
1: i mean don't you think i mean i know enough about art music writing that the discontentment, the authenticity is what people connect to, you know? I mean, we talked in the last talk back, episode, uh, you know, whatever we call it <laughs> today, I learned reflections. We talked in the last, last episode of that where, you know, the reason we love bands is because they believe every word they say. There's something authentic. And so, you know, there's this, this line between authenticity. You can't really manufacture. I mean, you can, man, you can make Great art, beautiful, beautiful art and and yet feel so unfulfilled because there's something a part of you that actually isn't in there. And to tell you the truth, a lot of the stuff that I've seen that is like beautiful and perfect in terms of technical or musical or artistic sense is is somewhat. Dead in a lot of ways, because there's something unspoken that's kind of i don't know what I'm say i don't know what people think of other planes or whatever but there's an authenticity there's something when someone pours something of themselves in there it's the grit it's the it's the just honesty it's the struggle they somehow put it on paper they put it in paint and they they put it on a brush and they or they put it in a song and it's there's this thing that you connect to that's that's unspoken you know it's the you know, the grit and, the you know, you can't, you know, if you think about a mirror, you, you paint a mirror, if it's smooth, it's going to peel right off, you know, but you sand it, it's like it sticks. That authenticity sticks. That's what people like stick to. And I think that's the hard part about what Theodore is doing. He's risen to, like you said, a place where he's at the top of his, you know, he's 70. Is that what he said? 70 projects or 70 movies television. And it's one of those things where he does a really good job and people are searching him out. And yet, as an artist, and even if you're not, even if you're working a nine-to-five, like, you long to put that thing that's within you into the thing that you're doing. And when it doesn't happen, you know, you feel that people aren't connecting with you as deep down as a person in your heart, soul, whatever. And you don't feel the connection with maybe life because that's something that's supposed to happen. You are born with that kind of desire to connect to that thing with whatever you're doing Um, it's different you know for everybody but yeah it was it was really interesting to hear because he is he's like I've heard his stuff like I love his love his music I love his compositions I think you know the movies are comedies typically but there's something about how he does it that it's just I mean he gets job after job after job and people seek him out so he's good he's really good so it's really beautiful and kind of that forlorning to kind of hear him talk about it the way he talked about it in my and and to connect with him knowing what he's talking about exactly you know so
0: man well thanks so much to Theodore Shapiro for joining us for this week's episode and thanks to you for listening in and being with us as we reflect talk back learn whatever it is uh, my name is Matt Connor I'm and I
1: am Jay Kirkpatrick and I am the sound guy (laughs) (laughs) we'll see you next week see ya